I'm Na. And I'm Nicole. And this is 20 and Some Change. For our first episode, we're talking about the challenges of 2020, our big ups and lows, and our hopes and intentions for 2021. In this episode, we go over our anxieties, fears, and goals for the new year. Okay, let's take a moment to reflect on 2020. What stands out for you So obviously the pandemic, right? That's what started everything. And then as each month came, it was, it was just worse from there. But with that being said, uh, I did accomplish some things. I finished nursing school. I graduated. Okay. I got that RN by my name Mm. and I finally found a job, still job hunting, but found a cool little temporary one. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, though, there were so many lows. Yeah. A lot of that had to do with mental health. Obviously, I feel like everyone's mental health just plummeted that year because shit hit the fan. Yeah, everyone was locked inside. You couldn't see your friends. Mm-hmm. It's like almost the whole... It felt like the world ended, basically. Basically, when yeah. we were left for ourselves, to ourselves. And for me... My anxiety was just heightened. Like I I didn't even know how to go to the grocery store and talk to another person. Like I was over here getting groceries and my hands were shaking. I was mm-hmm. sweating and it did not need to be that way. But being inside, you just don't know how to communicate. You know what I mean? Right. And on top of that, it's the virus too. Exactly. Like, you don't know who to trust anymore. You don't even want to smile at anyone because it's like, uh, do you got it? Right. Are you positive? Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. Yeah. And so for me, I think this year with my anxiety, I just would break down crying from stress. Like there was a period when I was in school and I was trying to finish up my hours and I would just have anxiety attacks. And like, I remember my first one in front of my parents. Mm-hmm. They did not know what to do. Like they thought that I was just stressed out and I had to decide if I wanted to tell them like, this isn't just me crying from stress. Right. You know what I mean? And so I had to decide if I wanted to tell them like the anxiety that I feel every day, which is not normal anxiety that we get from like taking tests or like doing something scary. And they're not used to that. Mm -hmm. Because in the Filipino community, especially in older generations, there's no discussion or awareness of mental health. Mm -hmm. So I was like, are they even going to understand? Am I wasting my time telling them? Like, should I just keep it to myself? Mm -hmm. Because really, only three people know how much, like you guys know how much anxiety actually affects me. And so I was like, you know what, I can't. Like, I have to tell them what I feel and why I'm crying this way. And so thankfully, (laughs) um, especially my mom, they really wanted to make me feel okay. And they were there Mm -hmm. for me. And they wanted to validate how I felt, which was a really breath of relief, I guess. But I get that. Like, I understand how it feels to be in certain situations where you're totally not validated. And you're almost thought of as a burden exactly Mm -hmm. and it's it's not a good feeling it's like 
it's almost like you don't matter anymore. So I can imagine how hard that would have been for you, but I'm so glad that your parents were accepting and they were able to put themselves in your shoes. I think that's a beautiful moment. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really hard because again, it's something that's kind of foreign to them. Like, what do you mean? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why I had to explain to them, you know, this is my anxiety. And of course, with the stress, but I told her, I was like, you know, I usually have ways that I cope with it. And you guys don't know, you know, like my parents are not used, definitely not used to seeing me like that. They're used to me like being independent, doing my own thing. No, yeah, that brings up a really great point that I feel like a lot of people our age who are still with their parents, living with their parents are struggling with is like all of a sudden your parents are seeing new sides to your to yourself. And it's almost like they can't believe that you're changing or you're grown up or you're different than what they thought you were. And I think that's something that I struggle with at home too, because sometimes my mom will see me react to something and she'll compare it to how I react reacted in high school. Hmm. And it's like, I'm different now. <laughs> I've grown up, you know, like we're changing and there's definite, definitely sides of myself that she hasn't seen yet or she's seen a little bit of and I just hide it again because, of course, you know, there's comments and sometimes the comments aren't always that positive. But I'm so glad in this case that your parents were able to validate you and just hear you out. Another thing or another reason why I feel like we don't, you know, even just tell our friends or parents is because we think, oh, like people have their own things that they're going through. You know, we don't need mm. to add to that. But really, that's what they're for. Like we're all here to support each other, you know. And I finally realized that, yeah, I can't do 2020 in this same I'm alone mentality in this same, I can do it myself. I got myself because I really don't, mm. you know, I can't do everything by myself. I need the support of my family, my friends. And yeah, that's beautiful. I feel like all of us are kind of starting either we've realized it or we're on the path to realizing it that we've all walked this similar path. For some, it might have been harder. For some, it might have been easier. It's all really relative, but we aren't alone. But it feels like we are so much of the time. But the second you start voicing your concerns or just talking about your problems, all of a sudden, everyone chimes in. And it's just like this beautiful moment of embrace between people. So I love that. Yeah. And I think the year of 2020, as bad as it was, I feel like a lot of people this was the year they got in tune with themselves. They started actually healing because they had to face themselves. You know, all this time inside, all this time with basically nothing but time, you have to face yourself, which is hard because you have a lot of unlearning to do of bad habits, of, you know, of the ego, because we're so used to thinking this way. Again, like thinking we're alone or thinking we have to do it alone, but really we don't. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So that to me sounds like a big up, not even a low. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, you could say that. Yeah, that mm -hmm. is a big up. So thank you. Mm -hmm. And how about you? What was your 2020? 
Man, my 2020. I think to sum it up, it really felt like a new chapter, right? I think of this past year as both a low and a high, just all together in one. So the year for me was filled with doubt and uncertainty. First, not knowing what I wanted to do and if the year that I spent previously abroad was worth it. Then anxiety came into the mix later on into the year and you know those voices that come into your head? Well, they started whispering in my ear every single day. You're not experienced enough. You're too young. You can't do this job. You can't even get an interview. These voices literally swirled in my head over and over again. It was like I couldn't escape it. I was like in my own sort of prison. And I feel you. I totally feel you. These feelings of inadequacy, just criticizing yourself, thinking maybe I'm not doing enough when really you're doing your best. And that's the most important part. Like you cannot compare yourself to others. You just got to keep focusing on you and just understand that you're in the right place at the right time and it all is going to work out. But of course, when you're in the mix, it doesn't feel like it that. It does not feel like that. So I know it's hard and it's easier said than done. That's another thing. We're always thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next, even when we're not done in that present moment. And I feel like that's what brings so much anxiety is that we're never truly mindful, or at least for me, I'm trying to work on that as to actually be mindful of the current situation because a lot of that overthinking causes so much anxiety. But at the same time, it's like, well, fuck, how do I stop my thoughts? Like they're just intrusive, you know? Yeah, seriously. And it didn't even help because it's like, okay, from for for most of us for 18 to 22 years, we're in school nonstop. Then all of a sudden, we're pushed, we're literally pushed out and we're told, okay, figure it out, get your life together, like start a career, build skills, and it's going to lead you somewhere. And like for someone like me, that doesn't work out. Okay, I need to be calculated. I need to know, you know, where I'm going to be in a week from now, not even three months. <laughs> so like the whole thing was just so new to me. Um, and I really didn't like it because it was like I was jumping into the deep end. I was like walking into a, a void of unknown. And nobody likes that. Like we all. all like to know where we're exactly. going. Okay. I know we put on that GPS right when we get in the car. So Siri, where, <laughs> which turn? So it's no different here. That's where I was. Like I didn't have a job coming back into the country from my job abroad. I was still in this new chapter of navigating life, right? Where didn't know what I was going to do next, didn't have a plan B. You know, you have the social pressures of everyone. You think everyone's wondering, oh, well, she just graduated. What is she up to? Oh, she doesn't have a job yet? Hmm. Like you just constantly mm -hmm. feel like people are down, like breathing down your neck wondering, okay, what's next? Like, and the funny thing is, 
they might not even be thinking that. We create that for ourselves. We create these pressures, whether that be we think the pressures from our parents, from, again, these people on the socials or people that we went to high school, college with. But really, that's all our own heads saying that. Because if we're in this, if we're this much into our heads, how much are they going to be thinking about the next person? Exactly. But it just felt like I was essentially winging life. Like, just I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. And I've never done that before. So it was just kind of crazy. So I remember thinking to myself, if I just apply to graduate programs, I can just tell everyone I'm continuing my education and no one will feel sorry for me. Right? That's what we all do. We just say, oh, I'm still in school. And, and people will leave you alone. Everyone will leave you alone. Oh, what are you studying? Da, da, da. Oh, that's cool. End Keep of conversation. Yeah. So that even popped into my head. I was so worried about what other people were thinking. And that's what was motivating me in my job search, in my career, and essentially my passion when it really shouldn't have been like that. So I had to take some steps back. I had to reflect. And I had to really think, where where am I in this mix? Where do I see myself? Where do I see my values? So that was my growth period of 2020, right? And then all of a sudden, it got worse. You know that feeling when shit gets serious and it's like your stomach drops and the world stands still for a second? Mm-hmm. That was 2020 over and over again and over. for me. Whether it was feeling bad, not putting my degree to use, or seeing real-time murder of black bodies on every social media platform, there was always something to feel down about. It was never-ending. A lot of trauma happened in 2020, and it was just, what again, one thing after the other. But again, I feel like because of this trauma, there was so much healing that needed to be done and people either realized or they didn't realize, hopefully they did that, you know, we need to work on ourselves mentally because we can't keep the same mindset through such a traumatic year, you Mm -hmm. know? And so going into 2021, I think is especially important. Like if people wanted to set goals or resolutions or intentions because we learned that we can't continue 2020 with these same old mindsets. So what are some new things that you want to implement in 2021? I'm really going to focus on myself. Just completely and utterly embrace me, be unapologetically me, and just love the person that I am, the person that I'm becoming. And embrace it all. So one way that I'm going to do that, I'm going to practice yoga four times a week, okay? We're just trying to get the body moving. We're trying to understand how she moves, what she can do, and, you know, get a little serotonin out there, okay? Then another thing, I'm going to journal every day, just writing down the good, the bad. I'm really trying to process my ticks. Like, why did I get mad at my supervisor for telling me to do something else when it was a more 
efficient way of doing something. Like what's behind that? Why was I angry about that? I'm really trying to go deeper into understanding myself and why I react in certain ways. And I love that because I feel like when you journal that, especially like the event, how it made you feel, you can literally read it and you can go back to that moment and think, oh, this is why. Like, And you can get into that underlying feeling of why things happened and what triggers you and how, yeah, you can work on that. Or if it wasn't even you, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like it could be like, okay, I won't take this personal or it'll make you realize, oh, that's that other person projecting, you For know? sure. Yeah. And I think another big thing that I'm going to do is ask for help. Just when I'm feeling low, when I'm feeling down, when I need some extra help, I've got a whole community there behind me. And I really need to start stepping into that, understanding that everyone in my circle loves me and that we're all here for each other. What about you? So for me, something that I really want to work on this year is just continuing to grow, especially with keeping that mindset and thinking just a new perspective of things. I feel like last year, especially with all the time we had, we equated our worth to the levels of productivity Mm -hmm. that we accomplished. And that's not the case. You know, just because you get so much done doesn't mean, oh, that's when you deserve to rest. If you're tired, just even from getting up, which could be so tiring, then you know what I mean? Like our levels of worth aren't correlated with how much we did that day or how much we didn't do that day. So that's something that I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to work on more self-confidence, which will lead to me working on my anxiety as well. And I also just want to be more confident and assured in myself, especially as a new nurse, which is kind of ironic to me that I'm a nurse, but I have anxiety and I have to talk to people every day. Um, But yeah, that's just something that I want to work on, especially my imposter syndrome. That Mm, shit is a bitch. (laughs) Sure is. But yeah, and another thing is just work on creativity. You know, I feel like that's something I used to think that, oh, I wasn't the most creative person because I wasn't so good at, for example, like drawing or something like that. But I realized I don't have to be good at that. This is what practice is for. I can do my own things that I like, for instance, like making cards for my loved ones or, you know, this cookbook that I'm trying to do with my dad. Like those are just creative outlets for me. And I really just want to spend more time doing things that are fun for me instead of things that I just have to work on, like schoolwork or, you know. I love that. I really feel like this year we need to capitalize on ourselves, our own self-worth and take self-care seriously. And so I love what you're saying about creativity and understanding that, you know what? I don't have to be perfect Mm -hmm. at everything. I can just enjoy the process and get so much out of it. So this year we're taking it back. We're working on healing and we wish you guys a happy new year. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your support. If you'd like to connect with us more, follow us on the gram at 20 and some change. 